Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. Host, international magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the Pure Mind Magic Podcast. For today, I really picked a motivational speaker here on the show. He has just amazing energy. He is from New Jersey and has wrote a book with the title Thriving After 30. As I said, he's really motivational and today will all be about how you can unleash your full potential, especially when you are over 30 already. And he will share some really cool tricks that I tested myself after doing this interview with him, what you can do to really unleash the potential in areas you might be stuck at the moment in your life so that you can get unstuck. Also, he will share with us some habits on how to improve the focus and in general, how to unleash the greatness within us. So it's about believing, it's about thoughts, it's about habits and it's about becoming the best version of yourself with some cool tricks and tools you can use to do that. So stay tuned for this amazing interview today with Mayoko Taylor. And before we start into the interview, I have a short tip when you are in the London area or next time when you are in London, I met someone who is really talented and has a talented hair studio in the London area. She does some really crazy things with hairs, really special. You have to check it out. Her name is Tenen and she started just a new business around it. There will be a link in the show notes so you can check that out. And as always, when you would like to grab a podcast listening journal, you also can do that and it will be delivered by Amazon worldwide to your home. That's all for the start. And now let's dive right into the interview with Mayoko Taylor. Hi, Mayoko. Welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Hey, Jennifer. It is a pleasure to be here. So good to have you on the show and you will reveal a couple of secrets today about finding the greatness within you and also unleashing the full potential. So I'm curious too to listen to your advice. But before we talk about that, can you please introduce yourself? Yes. Hello, everybody. Ladies and gents, my name is Miyoko Taylor. I am a celebrity personal development coach, uh, two-time best-selling author, an entrepreneur and um, my specialty is pretty much I believe that everybody has that amazing within them that level of greatness um, but oftentimes through life and different circumstances we allow those things to bury our potential and I'm the person that digs for that gold that digs for that treasure and, and helps you find it and, and connect reconnect to your passion and your purpose so that you can truly live your best life that sounds so good 
So, Mayoko, what would you say as a coach, what are the first steps to make that happen? First step is awareness. Um, you have to have a strong level of self-awareness. Oftentimes, most people will not admit that they have a problem or will not admit that they're stuck. I think we try to mask it with different things, whether it's um, eating foods that we shouldn't eat or partying too hard or um, indulging in other pleasures to kind of cover the fact that we are not really happy with our lives. So first and foremost, you got to have a strong level of self-awareness and say, hey, I am not okay. I am not happy at my situation in life. Something needs to happen. I need to change. So that first and foremost is the most important thing. It's the, one of the biggest things that people skip. So you've got to admit to yourself that there's something going on because if you don't do that, then any other step after that is not going to be as effective as it should be. So self-awareness is the first place you start. You have to recognize that there is an issue and that things need to change. Mm, that's a very good first step and makes totally sense what you are saying there. So you mentioned Mayoko being stuck and I think it's really easy today to get stuck because there are so many things going on and everything is so overwhelming with uh, technology and all social media and all the pressure and deadlines you face. So. Right. What would you say is some good advice when you are aware that you are stuck? What are the best ways to get unstuck again? Well, once you find out that you're stuck, you know, you have a lot of people find out that they're stuck, but they don't know what is causing them to be stuck. So oftentimes we just drift through life and it's a vicious cycle. We know we're stuck, but we don't have anybody to help uncover or actually being stuck or what area in our lives that we're stuck. So if you're stuck, you have to ask yourself, what is it that you'd, which, that you would rather be doing with your life? What is it that you're passionate about? Um, what is that thing that drives you? I think oftentimes we, we miscon, you know, the misconception of the word passion is, you know, waking up one day, you want to be a chef. And then a week later, you want to be an astronaut. I mean, that's not true passion. What I'm talking about is you have to really discover what, is dri what drives you, what makes you happy. Um, I'm not going to say what you get up in the morning every day and, and, and just can't wait to do because there's sometimes you can love what you do and not want to get up in the morning and do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's most people won't tell you that, but that's just the reality. Um, but I'll say it has to be something that drives you. So once you realize that you're stuck, you got to figure out, okay, I'm stuck. What's exactly is keeping me stuck? Usually that's the times when you want to and, and get somebody like a coach. To kind of, um, kind of retract your history, you know, and, and kind of ask the right questions, so you can see where you've gone left instead of right. Um, so that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing. Most people that are get they get stuck, they don't receive any outside help, which becomes a vicious cycle. So I say, if you realize that you're stuck in something, and you want to get to the next level in your life, whatever area that is, it's actually good to get the advice of a mentor or some type of coach. I definitely recommend that. Because what they're going to do if they're a very good coach or a good mentor, they're going to ask you the right questions because questions are a roadmap. They're, it's a roadmap to where, to where the problem is or where the issue is. So you've got to utilize those questions. And those questions, what they'll do, just like an onion, you're peeling off different layers. So those questions will start to peel off layers until they eventually get to the problem or get to what's keeping you stuck. So then it's the, so it's the digging process. Once you find out you're stuck, if you don't know what's actually keeping you stuck, you can't even progress. So 
knowing you're stuck is good, but knowing exactly what the root cause of why you're stuck is everything. That's what you have to find out. I like your tip of getting a coach or mentor because I really think too that you get a new perspective and when you Absolutely. are stuck, so it's kind of you're dealing with this blind spots. You can't see yourself. Right. So Mayoko, do you have some tips on where and how to find the right coach? Because there are so many outside and there are so many different areas in which you can get a coach. What would be your recommendation? Right. So one of the problems with, that people have with getting coaches is if I'm, if I'm an entrepreneur, right, I'm not going to go to a weight loss coach. If I am uh, somebody that wants to improve my sales, I'm not going to go to a coach that is focused on self-discovery. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you have to your coach has to align with who you are, your core values and where you want to be. So. My biggest and this is my biggest um, my biggest thing with personal development and coaching and, and anybody in this space. It's never a sales problem. It's never a I can't seem to lose weight problem. It's always a me problem. Right. And what I mean by me is there's something in your belief system in your mind that's there that is causing you to take action every day. Those actions you don't want to take which leads to the results that you don't want to have. So it always starts with what's buried underneath the surface. That's the first thing that I find out when I coach anybody. I don't care if they're a millionaire. I don't care if they're a successful business person. I don't care who they are. I'm going to find out what your belief system is because the key to what's keeping you stuck is within your belief system, your thought process and what's underneath the surface. So, Having a coach that is going to have that approach first and foremost and really focus on that is key. It's very, very important. Now, if that's all that coach focuses on and then you want to move to entrepreneurship, personal branding, all that stuff, all that stuff is good. But you've got to deal with the root problem. If we're dealing with any bad habits, any bad um, – any decisions or the results of decisions that we made and we keep repeating that cycle, there's something going on in our belief system. Our belief system is like our computer. It controls everything. We act based on belief. We believe something, we act on it. So, and here's the problem with a lot of people that set goals and they don't achieve them. They don't really believe them. They're not committed to their goal. They're only interested. There's a very big difference. You can't be interested in a goal. You have to be committed. When you believe something and you have a strong belief, that's a, you're committed to that thought process. So whatever action that you need to take, You're going to take it because that conviction and that drive that that belief contains is going to get you to take action. And that's one of the secrets to why people don't take actions on the things that they need to do because the belief is not there. Hmm, makes so much sense. So that brings us back to mindset and that everything has its origin in our mind here. And, right. Uh, I liked how you described that uh, we are taking actions that don't bring the results we would like to have. And I think this also leads us down the road to talking about habits because we are habitual creatures mm -hmm, and we do mm -hmm. most things out of habits. So Mayoko, what would you say? How can we change habits and really develop habits that serve us? 
change your mind, change your belief system, change your habits. It's very simple. Now, the process may be a little difficult, but the answer is very simple. You have to change your belief system. For example, if I want to make, and since you said there's a lot of entrepreneurial listeners and business people, if you want to make a certain amount of income, let's say $100,000 because that's very popular for people, right? So if you want to make $100,000, but if you don't believe it, if you don't really believe that you're worthy of that, that you're capable of achieving it, you know what's going to happen? Your actions are going to act that out. And then you're going to wonder why I'm not making this money or why I'm not achieving this goal because you don't believe it. You can only lie to your mind but so much because your brain is going to accept whatever you take. So if, if, if you tell yourself, oh, you know what? I'm going to set this goal for $100,000, but deep within your subconscious, within your belief system, that's not going to happen. You can't do that. You're not worth that. You're not smart enough for that. You know what's going to happen? Those signals are sent to your brain, which is sent to your receptors, and you're going to start acting out just what you said. You're not worthy. You're going to start self-sabotaging. You're not going to take advantage of any opportunities that come your way. And as a result, you will never get to that $100,000. That's how important your mindset and your belief system is. And as I say this to you and to the audience, I even say this to myself. I want people to be specifically clear that any good coach, they coach themselves while they coach their clients. Believe me. So it's something that even me as an individual, personal development is an ongoing thing. You don't stop bettering yourself or developing yourself until you leave this earth. So I don't want people to think that you can get to this epitome and this point where you're just all so perfect and everything is just right with the world. No, you will consistently develop, consistently have adversities, challenges in life, and you will overcome them. Then it will be something else and something else. Those things are designed to make us who we should be. They're all part of the process. So back to what you were saying, belief, thoughts, habits. That's how it works. Belief, thoughts, habits. Or thoughts, belief, habits. So that's how that works. Sounds like a magic formula you're mentioning here. So how do we take the first steps here on changing the beliefs and i think there's this old but famous book out there the magic of believing so it brings mm -hmm. in again the magic but it, it tells you also that yeah the magic is in believing and when you believe it you are ready to create this magic on the outside so you as a coach what would you say or what do you say your clients and how do you help them to change all the negative beliefs they have in place Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to discover what beliefs you have. That's why I say it's important to do the digging and why having a coach is a very, very good thing because a coach's job is not to tell you what to do. So anybody that thinks that a coach is just going to tell you what to do, you're going to a coach because I want to be told what to do. No, that's not how it works. A coach's job is to guide you to the right, to the right answer, to guide you to the right direction that you should be going. And you do that by asking questions. So if I'm telling you that beliefs, thoughts, and habits, right, I got to find out what you believe. And I'm going to do that by asking questions, by allowing you to, to 
talk about your history. Sometimes it's even as far as growing up. I've had people come to me that are very successful but stuck somewhere in their life. And it's because something that happened in elementary school when they were six years old that they never got over. And they carry that throughout their, throughout their life. They didn't know that that's what caused them to be stuck. But through guidance and through coaching, through asking the right questions, they discovered that. So you have to discover what your beliefs are. And then once you do, it's just like, oh, my God, I believe that. Wow. You know, I, I'm thinking about making this million-dollar empire, but I believe I'm only worth 30000 a year. Or I believe that I'm not worthy to be rich or worthy to have money. Or I'm not – or I'm too old. That's one of my biggest things now, and that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book. I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to do that. And granted, there's things that take time. I mean I myself even struggle with the whole I'm too old and different things like that. Like I don't want people to think that limiting beliefs and thoughts just go away. They don't. But you have to get to the point where you have – Enough belief. Your belief system is strong enough. So when these little thoughts come, you can you can repel them. They're just little fleeting thoughts because that's how the mind works. You will always have thoughts that challenge you. But you got to know what your your limiting beliefs are because we're not talking about empowering beliefs. People don't want to know about that. If you already have empowering beliefs, you're already doing the things that you need to do in those areas. We're talking about the beliefs that limit us. The beliefs that keep us from our full potential. That's what we're talking about here. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. And uh, Mayoko, you already mentioned the book you have written with the title Thriving After 30. Can you give us some insights on what to ex expect in the book? So what the book is pretty much talking about is talking about the stigma of age. Society feels... The, that by a certain age, sometimes it's 30, sometimes 40, 50, 60. But anyway, they put certain accomplishment on age. By 30, you should be married, right? You should have the dream job. You should have a house. Maybe you should have kids by now. I mean, a lot of women, when they turn 30, they start freaking out because they're not married, if they're not married, or if they don't have children. Why is that? Because society tells them but by a certain age, they should do this. And if they don't have this accomplished, they don't feel accomplished as women. They don't feel as successful as they should. Just like a man. If he's not accomplished by a certain age or established a certain point of success by a certain age, he's looked at as, you know, he may say, you know, what, I'm a loser because by this age I have not accomplished this. And this is what the world says I should have accomplished. So that book, so this new book just completely tears that away because success is individual. My success is different from your success, Jennifer. Your success is different from my success and the next person and the next person. So that has nothing to do with age. And I often say success has no age limit. That's one of my favorite things to say because it really doesn't. You can be successful at 70, 80, 90 years old doing something. Success does not have to stop. And I feel like we place, we limit ourselves by placing an age on what we can accomplish. So that's what the book is all about. But I give you tips, strategies, assignments within the book to help you to, um, you know, get over your, your limiting beliefs and um, how to actually thrive and just many different things and really understanding what affirmations are and what they're not and how to do affirmations the right way because 90% of people do them wrong. 
So it's just so many things dealing with mindset and dealing with people that are over 30 years old. I have clients that are 60. I have clients that are 50, 40, 30. It's just a, a plethora of different types of people because this is something that many people can relate to. And it's not an area that's being focused on. So it was something that really pressed me to write this book, even for myself, because there's things I want to develop in myself. And I know there's so many people that feel the same way that I do, that don't have that resource. So if the resource is not there, then create it. And that's what I did. Mm, I see. Yeah, I got it. So and you're right. This is a, a really special topic. Not a lot of people are talking or addressing. Right. So you mentioned something really interesting about affirmations and that most people are doing them wrong. So do you yes. have some clues on how to do, do them right? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. I knew it. So most people do affirmations and they say, I am beautiful, right? I am healthy. I am smart. I am the best business person. I am, I am, I am. Here's the problem. If you're already struggling with self-worth and, and you say I am the best business person, but really your brain thinks I am not, what do you think is going to happen the moment you say that affirmation? Your brain is going to immediately tell you that you're lying. Why? Because that's embedded in your belief system. So our, we're not designed to go from rock bottom to To, to the top of the mountain in two seconds. That's just not how our brain works because this thought process or this limiting belief has been programmed for so long, right? So I can't just say, hey, I'm the best person. Um, I am the best. I'm in the best physical shape of my life when I know that I'm not. I'm 35 pounds overweight. Like I don't get enough sleep. I need to do all these different things to improve my health, right? It's not believable. And this is the problem why a lot of people think, Oh, affirmations don't work. Affirmations fail. So the million-dollar question is how do you do them the right way? So the key to an affirmation, and this is in the book, and this is in the Thriving After 30 University course too. Um, I am becoming are three of the most powerful words you can put in an affirmation. And then when you follow it with every day, or each and every day, now you can fill in your affirmation. Here's why. If I say I am becoming a better salesman each and every day, if I spend two minutes of my day doing something that I should have done, that's a successful day because that sentence is true. You see what that does psychologically to your brain? It's letting your brain know that you're making progress. There is no room for progress if I'm going from I am the worst salesman in the world to I am the best salesman in the world. It's not believable to my subconscious or my brain because that's not the truth. Although it can be the truth, it's not, it's not my present reality, right? So I have to present it in a way where I can gradually make mistakes. I can make progresses. So let's say – I made five sales calls instead of 20, right? If my affirmation is I am becoming a better salesman every day, you think it's going to bother me that I made five today and 20 yesterday? My affirmation is still being fulfilled. That's the power in affirmations. Mm, I they really have, like that. They have to be in the present. They have to be believable. And they have to be gearing towards where you want to be. Otherwise, your brain is not going to digest it. It's not going to accept it. 
and you cannot implement it in your life. That's why most people have a problem with affirmations and they don't work. Yeah, I see. You're so right. And I think this is a, a cool way to trick yourself with that. Absolutely. And I really love the your affirmation like I am becoming. I, I think I never heard this before. I know that you and you said it. So most people say I am because I am is very powerful. And I also right. heard of this kind of trick where you say one affirmation and then you say something about yourself, you know, is true. Like I have blue eyes or something. And then you go on with another affirmation. But I think this I am becoming is so strong and shortens. Yeah, we, we eliminated that. We eliminated the I got blue eyes stuff. <laughs> I am becoming means I am powerful, right? Yeah. Becoming means I'm a work in progress. You're not setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm. You are setting yourself up for progress. So no matter what you do, big or small, you are still living up to that affirmation. Do you know how much that increases your self-confidence? Do you know how much that uh, increases your self-esteem? Um, how you feel about yourself? It makes you... It makes you feel and believe that you're making progress towards your goal, which you are. It gets you to focus off of trying to go from zero to 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, I totally I get it. So this is cool because you you gave us kind of the shortcut to uh, yeah make it clearer and going there faster. So Mayoko, I'm really curious, where can we get your book to learn more about affirmations and more on how to thrive after 30? Okay, so you can get my book at www.thrivingafter30.com. That's T-H-R-I-V-I-N-G-A-F-T-E-R, the number 30, 30.com. So that's www.thrivingafter30.com. If you want, um, I'm actually doing um, no cost, rapid change, uh, rapid change coaching sessions, right? 30 minutes. Um, I usually do these for $250. I'm doing it for no cost. So if you want to have an opportunity to get a rapid change session with me, that website is www.30minutes2thrive. And that's 30minutes, M-I-N-U-T-E-S, to thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E dot com. Okay, great. And I remember that before we started the interview, you said something pretty amazing about the first hundred people so that you do even have a free online course to get deeper. Yes. So can you share this? Right. So if you go to www.thrivingafter30.com and you purchase the book on that site, which is I think about $7.95 now, you purchase the book. If you're one of the first hundred people, you're going to actually get a, a free access pass to Thriving After 30 University. And what that does is it takes the book a step further where you're actually getting personal coaching from me uh, via a series of modules and videos, assignments um, that are really going to walk you step by step. Because the book is just – that's pretty much the, the appetizer. Um, the course is the entree. Um, so take advantage of this. Like I said, the first hundred people probably go very fast. Um, but if you're listening to this, take advantage of that because I'm telling you, it's going to be a course unlike you've ever taken part in.
Mm, that sounds almost magical. So thanks for sharing that and giving my listeners the opportunity to be part of that and to really go through a transformation with your help and your knowledge. It's my pleasure. So Mayoko, there's another thing besides habits to influence our life and to change the course of our life. And it's about the questions we ask ourselves. So what are your insights on how can we improve the questions we ask ourselves on a daily basis? Well, it goes back to awareness. And I think one of the first questions, one of the most important questions you can ask yourself is if my life were to end tomorrow, what is it I, what would I, What, what would be the thing that I regret the most? Um, what would be the thing that I said that I was going to do that I didn't? What's the thing that I've been putting off and I know would have changed my life? Whatever that is, now you need to start making, now you need to ask yourself the question, what is it and how do I implement this in my life every day? And how do I get to this particular point? Whatever it is you want to do. But you got to ask yourself, Because most people would not be satisfied if their life ended today. That is really true. And this is a tough question to start It's a very out, tough question. Very tough question. But it's a very good one because it's something we often don't think about. If this was your last day, what would be the things you would say, oh, my God, I never did this. I never did that. I never did that. I always wanted to do that. What are the things you've always kept putting off time for? That's what you want to ask yourself. Yeah, I'm sure this will reveal a lot when you ask yourself this uh, tough question. So you go really below the surface to dig deep on uh, what is moving and what would you like to accomplish. So Mayoko, I do have another question for you because you are the coach to unleash the full potential inside and now my question is most people are very busy and of course there's a difference between being busy and accomplishing things mm -hmm. so they do, do this and that and then it's kind of overwhelming and things are coming from every side and they have the feeling that they do so much but they are not really making progress so when do you know that you are living your full potential and that you are really moving forward well the only way to tell that is that you're seeing certain things get done and i have i have a method called the mason jar method and i really uh, i'll try to explain it very quickly so and i explain this in my course by the way um on a video so what you need is you need a sharpie or a pen Anything to write with, you need post-it notes, and you need a mason jar, something you can close and seal. And what you do is you write down your main goal on that note, on that uh, uh, sticky uh, sticky pad, and you fold it up and you put it in your mason jar. Every single time you do something, regardless of how big or how small it is, that is in alignment with that goal, that gets you closer to that goal. I don't care if it took you 20 seconds. You write it down on the sticky note, you fold it up, and you put it in your mason jar. What's going to happen after time? That jar is going to start to fill up. And you're going to have periods of adversity, and you're going to feel like you're not making any progress. So what you do is you open that jar back up, right? And then you pour everything out on the floor, on the table, whatever. And you start to open up all the things that you've accomplished that brought you closer towards that goal. 
that does wonders for your psyche, for your mind. It shows you that you're not wasting any time, that you're still on target, and it completely knocks you out of that emotional funk that you're in. Because now you have tangible physical proof of accomplishments that are on paper. It's one of the silliest but most powerful exercise exercises I give my clients. And I still do it. Mm, wow, I never ever heard this before, but this is cool. This is really like a magic trick again to trick yourself. So you mentioned that you explaining this on your online course. Is this also in the book or just in the online course? It's just in the online course because I physically demonstrate it. Mm, I got it. Makes sense. Great. So that was so much value you gave away today and so many insights. And I would love to leave the last words to wrap this episode up to you. And I have to say, Mayoko, that it was really a pleasure having you and your energy on Pure Mind Magic today. And I leave it now up to you. So whatever you would like to leave the listeners with today, some good inspiration on mindset, your favorite quote or big book recommendation or just a quote from yourself or another last magic tip you have. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me on the show. I definitely enjoyed myself and I appreciate you for sharing your platform. Uh, the thing I'm going to leave the audience with is that we are all thinking about something. Uh, we may be stuck or we may be thinking about something that we know we should be doing, but we're scared. Sometimes the fear is there. And this particular thing, we know that if we get over the fear and we do this, the possibilities of it changing our lives in a positive way are enormous. I mean, it's something that you're putting off, something that you're afraid to do, but you know it has the ability to change your life. Whatever that thing is, do something today, regardless of how small, Do something it is today towards that particular thing because you're only one opportunity, one step, one decision, one action from completely changing your life. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Mayoko Taylor. Actually, his last words gave me goosebumps. Just take one action. And I actually did last night because I came across and you know what? It was another podcast. I was listening to an interview from a female multimillionaire and she created that all out of nothing. It was so impressive. So I started to check her out and Maybe it's just by accident or magic or synchronicity. So I found that she has a course starting now next week. And then I was thinking all the time, should I enroll in this course? Because of course it was quite an investment and it kept me all awake all night. But then finally I made the decision because it's my birthday next week. So that I'm gonna give this to myself for my birthday instead of something else fancy. I'm gonna invest in myself and uh, grow. And then it was in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning in German time. And I went on the closed Facebook group that comes with the course and uh, just introduced myself. And she personally answered to me. So there was a really good feeling. 
and I don't want to give her identity away now. I already asked her if we might do an interview here on Pure Mind Magic. So I'm going to bring her in the show then. And the funny thing is that she made then a video and I just all the time had this feeling that it was right. It was in alignment. It was the right decision to do that. And then believe it or not, but she made a video that uh, she's going to go on a road trip. And in this video, she had a shirt on that said magic. So it really gave me goosebumps. And I thought that that was the proof from the universe or whatever you would like to call it, that I just did made the right decision. And I woke, woke up this morning with this amazing energy that it just, it like it is like everything uh, falls into place. So my favorite saying, very cool. So I keep you updated how this whole thing turns out with the course. It's a six week program. So I'm sure I will learn a ton of new things around business and entrepreneurship and will give you some cool inspirations from the whole program here. And uh, now to round this episode up, finally, I have another artist on the show. His name is Atif, and you really can tell that he's absolutely into music. And we did a new experiment here because he will perform live on the show. So I apologize for the sound quality because it's not the best, but it's really live. And when you are interested, definitely make sure to check out his website and listen to the whole song on Spotify or somewhere else where there is the perfect mixed quality you can listen to. He's like me because he was into music like I was into magic when I was just four years old and his parents told him that he was singing before he was talking. Never heard that before, but I think that is real passion. And he also writes all his songs himself. Normally he's into rock music, but he has different approaches here. And one of his songs was even featured in a movie. So really cool. And I did a little bit of introduction for him. So um, I'm going to switch now directly into this recording. Enjoy it. Enjoy the music. Let's stay in touch. And I'm going to talk to you soon. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor to present to you a very special musician from New York today. His name is Atif. He's really into rock music and he also writes his songs by himself. His parents said that he could sing before he could talk. So I think this is really interesting. And you know that a lot of people that are so talented and reach out to be a guest on Pure Mind Magic. And when we are lucky, he will perform even a little bit for us today. So, Atif, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. How are you doing today? Very good. How are you? I'm feeling the magical vibes in your presence. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. best answer. So, give us a little bit of your backstory. What inspires you most in music? And before we started recording, you told me a little bit that there is some magic in music. Can you describe that? Yes. So, for me, uh mystery and magic and uh, all these paranormal things have a lot to do uh and paranormal and parapsychological things have a lot to do with uh metaphysics and uh, it ha it is the world that is all around us uh we cannot see it right now with all the scientific uh, progress we have until now all the all the recent uh, updated and upgraded and the most recent technologies we have until now we are not able to see that dimension 
but that doesn't mean that it's not there. So it has vibrations that we can sense and we can feel. And every now and then we get to know uh, of their presence through various uh, paranormal phenomena and paranormal, uh, paranormal activities. And, uh, and music for me is all about, if not all about, maybe 70, maybe uh, 30% about metaphysics and uh, 30% about uh, mathematics and uh, 40% about art. So uh, for me, music is a very spiritual and uh, metaphysical and paranormal, parapsychological phenomenon. Uh, we, we feel things, we sense things, we translate them into emotions and then we create music and words to uh, reciprocate those feelings. And that's how we create good songs. And that's how uh, people associate with them. And uh, that's why you see the influence of music, whether it is in form of uh, gospels uh, in Christianity, whether it is about uh, you see the uh, stuff going on with regards to uh, sacrifices like human or like the animal sacrifices that Muslims do. Uh, and, and, and you see the influence of music in every religion because it is very spiritual and metaphysical. And uh, although no, I'm not a uh, religious person per se, but I cannot deny the importance of music and how it induces and influences and uh, inspires people inspires people to uh, to do uh, things in a certain way and uh, and 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 think in a specific direction. That was a very deep explanation around music. So thanks for sharing that. And I'm also, okay. of course, curious on how do you start writing songs? So where do you get your inspiration from and how do you come up with ideas? Because it's like magic, you're cre creating something out of nothing. So how does this whole process start? And maybe Atif, do you have some tips for people listening when they are also interested in creating music? How do you get in the creative flow? Okay, so uh, uh, for me, uh, the music uh, is, uh, is a halfway process. Uh, as much as I go towards the song, the song come, comes towards me. Uh, it, uh, for me, the inspiration is my life, uh, the circumstances, the environment around me, the people around me, uh, my experiences, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, the trends in media, everything that is taking a real state in my mind is becoming part of my experience and how I feel. Based on that, I come up with uh, sometimes music uh, first, sometimes I write the lyrics first, and then I try to find a combination between the words and the chords that I uh, play. And based on that, I come up with a concept or the theme of the song, and I try to capture the feel Uh, or the emotions that I'm feeling, and uh, and for me that is the most original and the most uh, unique and truthful uh, presentation of my uh, my feelings or emotions, so to say. Because uh, these days you see a lot of recycling music. Everybody is trying to do what somebody else has done in the past, like in terms of uh, hit songs or successful numbers. But for me, it's a, it's an experience and 
just when you dive into that or you plunge or you or your uh, you leap towards catching those butterflies uh, of your mind uh, then you come up with something uh, unique and and magical so to say uh, you there there were songs that had that had changed my life changed the lives of millions over the past certain decades but now just like everything music is also becoming rather mechanical very machine oriented uh, it lacks the vibe sometimes sometimes uh, it lacks the feel as well so as much as we are progressing in towards machines and robots we are somehow uh, losing the grip with the music as well and for me music is magic uh, so that's how i approach uh, my song and that's how i recommend people because uh, we as uh, creatures we are uh, we as entities have souls inside us and uh, and uh, and those souls are in a very uh, unique circle of circum- circumstances in with regards to cosmic positioning with regards to numerology with regards to uh, our zodiac signs our the the days of the week so we are in a very geographically unique setting and what we are feeling right now what i am feeling right now nobody else can feel based on the set of circumstances and peers around me so uh, and my past experiences or my vision for the future so uh, if i somehow can uh, translate all that through a song then it's a very uh, spiritual phenomena for me and it's going to be unique and magical for many people because people also feel same vibrations and if the vibrations are authentic they are uh, bound to be uh, mesmerized by it or maybe uh, somehow connect with it mhm very well said so native can you give us a short testimonial of your music maybe live on the show okay so uh, i i have a wide variety of uh, uh, musical styles because i feel not any person is not in a, every person is not in one mood all the time sometimes they're feeling happy sometimes they are sad sometimes they are angry so my music keeps on varying and uh, this is a song that i recently did uh, which is on the lighter side comical side uh, and it's called if i was a girl because being a girl is so very different from being a boy and uh being a boy i see life and world in a different from a different lens as compared to a girl so this uh, women's day i made this song called uh, if i was a girl so i think you will you might like it Don't you hold the door open Won't you let it slam on my face We reapers don't you know that Boy it's time that you on your place There was no time for your confusion That to the river made yesterday And then change all of your behavior They call it progress get out of the way 
Bye, what's a good? I knew you. Take your balls away and see how you do. Bye, what's a good? I'm telling you. Things don't go my way, I'm yelling me too. All the God be blowing up my phone. All the time I'd rather be alone. Playing with my prick and tucking my bone. Right before the operation, I still remember how it used to be. Waking up in someone's body. But my mind, well, it's always been me. There's no time for my confusion. In my head, I know just what to do. Don't think all of your behavior. They call the project, get out of the way. Bye, was a good a tutor you. Take your pen away and see how you do. If I was a girl, I'm telling you. Things don't go my way, I'm yelling me too. You can call a jolly genocide. I'll be happy with the word it goes mine. Right where it belongs between my thighs. All right, that was <laughs> nice. Ladies and Thank gentlemen, you. that was ATF from Pure Mind Magic. If you want to find out more about him and his music, all the links to Spotify and so on are on his main website, theatf.com. There will be a link in the show notes. So thanks again, ATF, for being on the show. Sure.